really, like really did not want to watch this movie. A lot of you have been asking me to review it. And last night I was like, it's the last day. Like tomorrow it's going to be available to rent. This is my, you know, if I'm going to review it, it's got to be now. But I was tired. It was late. And I had just, it has just looked so lame in the trailers. But I said to myself, Grace, this is your job. So I forced myself to pay $20 for it and to press play. And you know what? I'm so glad that I did. It was amazing. Thank you, everyone who kept pushing me to review this, because I would have missed it otherwise. And I'm not even upset I had to buy it. In fact, although if you want to rent it, as I said today, it's available for rent for just $5.99. And actually, Amazon is having a sale for $3. I don't know if that same sale is over on Apple, because I bought it, so I can't see. It just tells me, asks me if I want to download it. But uh, it's really good. And if you buy it, you, of course, get the extras. For the most part, the extras only seem to be medium to me. But as always, it includes a sneak peek at the next DC animated movie. And I saw the image for this. And again, they got to work on their advertising over there. Because I saw the image and I was like, that looks lame. But I better check it out. I mean, I paid for it. And I clicked on it and I was like, wow, Justice Society World War II looks amazing. I look so good. Now I can't wait to see it. What a voice cast. This is an amazing voice cast. We're going to talk about this. I think DC Animation has entered a new era where it is just firing on all cylinders. It's got great writing, great action, great voice cast, and it's telling original stories. That is my favorite thing. And maybe that has kind of let them loose to really do amazing things because they don't feel, you know, the stress of, and, and aren't tied down to adapting source material. Because beforehand, for the most part, DC Animation has adapted famous graphic novels, which always bothered me, because just go read the damn graphic novel. But now, they've decided to start telling original stories. And they're so good! It feels like you discover a new graphic novel. So it's, it's instead of having to like watch the same story again and be like, it didn't really go into the depth of the graphic novel, I wish people just read that. Instead, you're like, wow, I have the graphic novel and now these new stories. It was great. And you know what? Jeremy Adams is the writer on both projects. And he also wrote the recent Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge animated movie, which I also thought was surprisingly good. So basically, Adams, who comes over from Warner Brothers Animation's content for kids, is a welcome addition to their adult content for DC and beyond. Uh, Batman, Soul of the Dragon, feels very much like an extension of the new Batman Adventures, which took on Bruce Timm's more angular, minimalist style. Tim is a producer here, and he doesn't have anyone do any... There is a scene with a hooker, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, but I guess it would have, you know, those kind of scenes would be in this type of movie anyway. But it's no, there's no Batgirl, you know, sleeping around stuff to be offensive. So this was good. And it's a welcome return to that amazing Franchise. I mean, we all have a place in our hearts for Batman, the animated series, and, you know, what it became when it became, it evolved into the new Batman adventures. Now, of course, this movie takes place in the 70s, and it's also very much in the style of 1970s martial arts films, which themselves were a mashup of 1970s spy movies and black exploitation films. And those elements are all here as well, very effectively. For example, the opening credit sequence is a great nod to those James Bond opening credit sequences from that era and has all the James Bond beautiful locations. It was really good. And, you know, I saw some criticism of this film that it doesn't have enough Batman in it. And that made me nervous because I'm a big Batman fan. And also, like many of you, I'm sensitive to them shoehorning him into these 
you know, projects where he doesn't really belong and takes away from the characters that you think are going to be spotlighted. I thought that was a bit of a problem in the Justice League Dark recent film. But here, I thought Batman was actually used really well, and that's because they focused on Bruce Wayne. I loved it. We'll talk about the voice actor in a moment. What a find! But story-wise, don't worry, no spoilers, but I found the flashbacks to his training in Nanda Parbat, uh, which has a long history in DC Comics, by the way, but mixing that with reuniting with those same students, you know, his fellow students years later to see the paths that everyone took and how they've evolved, I thought that was really interesting and entertaining. I thought it was great. If you've ever been interested in Batman's training, which I've always been interested in, I thought this was a great expansion of, of that background. Now let's talk about David Giantoli. He is the best Batman Bruce Wayne voice since Kevin Conroy. I was blown away. I was like, who is this? He is Batman. He sounds a little bit like John Hamm, who I think we all agree would have made a great Batman as well at one point. Uh, Giantoli is a working TV actor who really has never gotten the chance to break through. But he is phenomenal casting as Batman. Like, if they can't use Kevin Conroy going forward, this should be the guy. He just did a, such a good job. Well, I also like Diedrich Bader on Harley Quinn. He's the perfect Batman for that show. So those three, to me, are animated Batman. I mean, I can't say enough good stuff about Giantoli. I mean, he was just, he elevated the Batman performance. I, I was just so impressed. Now, before we go over the rest of the movie, there are a lot of great characters to talk about. I want to talk to you about vitamins, because speaking of Bruce Wayne, he takes very good care of himself, and it's important that we do the same. Now, I take multiple vitamins every single day. You might not have known that about me, but yes, I do. I take a multivitamin, extra D3 uh, and C, and then magnesium to help me absorb it all. And it took me a really long time to figure that regimen out. If only I had known about Care Of when I got started. Care Of not only has all of those vitamins and more, but I'm super impressed that they offer them in the correct dosages that you actually need to take. I was like, okay, you have this vitamin, but do you have it? You know, like you're supposed to take 400 of magnesium and that's what they have. So you will not only be getting the vitamins that you need, but you'll be getting, uh, you know, the right dosage. Now you might not know what you want to take. So they have an online quiz that takes less than five minutes to help you figure out your own regimen with recommendations based on what you want to focus on. Again, it's just less than five minutes and it's fun. I love those quizzes. Uh, it has great, great graphics. It's fun to go through it. And then they give you, uh, recommendations for what you want to focus on, like immunity, energy, stress, brain health, and more. You then get individually wrapped packets that are easy to make a part of your daily routine. And this is a great way to kick off the new year. So all you have to do to get 50% off your first care of order is go to takecareof.com and enter code BTT50. Now again, you go to takecareof.com, link down below, and enter code BTT50. All right, so now back to Batman, Soul of the Dragon. What a cast, the whole cast. Someone watched John Wick. This movie definitely borrows from John Wick 3, from its samurai motorcycle action sequence. At that point, I was like, hey, come on, you're kind of a little bit ripping off uh, John Wick 3 there. But Mark Dacascos as Richard Dragon, this was a welcome thing to take from John Wick 3. He did, I loved him in that movie and I loved, I loved him here. And it's really great to see Shiva getting the respect she deserves. You know, so many times, you know, she was almost in Birds of Prey. She's a great character and it's frustrating to me that even in the comics, I don't think she gets quite the respect that she, in, in the, in the, in the, in the stories that she should. Kelly Hugh, 
doing, does her voice, her, does her voice work and does a great job. And Michael Jai White is also a great Ben Turner, a.k.a. Bronze Tiger, who is often drafted into the Suicide Squad. He was in the last animated movie, and many of us thought that was who Idris Elba would be playing. He'd probably actually be a little better off playing that character. He's really cool, as you'll see here. But what's also cool is that all three of these actors could totally play their characters in live action. Michael Jai White has over on the CW. And I gotta say, I would, I, in particular, I would love to see DeCoscos and Hugh join the DCEU as Richard Dragon and Shiva. They would, I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, and I think that if anyone who's associated with the DCEU were to watch this movie, you would see the amazing potential of these characters. Ah, oh, it was just great. Now let's talk about the action sequences. Here, they are really well animated and choreographed and plentiful. Just like uh, Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. That, and there's also one sequence where they battle some people who kind of look like they came out of Mortal Kombat. And speaking of Mortal Kombat, Batman Soul of the Dragon is also definitely rated R. This is a very bloody movie. It was shocking. I gasped literally many times watching this. I had like, my eyes would get real big. I had a fun time. Uh, Cause you know, I was, again, I told you I was late. I was tired and I was like, this movie's crazy. I'm having an amazing time. And uh, that some, and you know, also uh, Sam Liu is the director. And I thought a lot of the choices stylistically were really cool. Like there's one shot when they are fighting a villain with sunglasses on and you can see uh, you know, two characters reflected in the lens, and I was like, that is a really nice choice. I mean, they really made an effort here. And the world building was very well done. I thought the story was extremely fleshed out. It really felt like Batman the Animated Series uh, back when they did multiple episode stories. Remember, it was almost like a movie itself. Like, that's what it, this could have been chopped up into episodes, and it would have been an amazing run, you know, back in the day on that show. It was really, really good. The third act dragged out just a little bit. There was just a little bit where I was like, ah, you know, you're losing me a little bit. But it was still all very thrilling. And the movie ends with the setup for a clear sequel, which I would be really interested in. I was like, oh, wow, is the sequel on the table? Let's do it. So I'm telling you, I highly recommend Batman Soul of the Dragon. I wish, again, they were doing a better job advertising these things. Because this is, my, in my opinion, if you're a DC fan, is a don't miss. Uh, and I love DC Animation's new original stories. As I said, it's like discovering a, graph a new graphic novel with not only your favorite characters, but spotlighting ones that deserve to be more popular. And I can't wait for Justice Society World War II. Oh, that's going to be amazing. So that's my review of Batman Soul of the Dragon. Share your own thoughts down below. Subscribe today. And of course, as always, you can check out some more videos right now.